everyone, and welcome to Team Titans. This is a podcast that highlights the stories of people with unique perspectives and stories about work itself. They are defining processes, they're building tools, they're leading teams, and they're changing the world. I am your host, Ryan Spilken, and joining me today on co-hosting duties is the one and only Andy Kirk. Andy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ryan. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, it's always a pleasure to see you, and thank you so much for, for hosting today. Andy, always. your role at, Adapt- at Adaptivist, you're a partner manager, yeah? Yeah, channel partnerships manager. It's always a job that's difficult to explain at parties, but I think the people listening to this will know what I do. I work with our reseller partners, keep them up to date, make sure we're all heading on the right path and and generally get on. (laughs) Well, someone's got to do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Andy. Today, we get to tell a very cool story that came out of your partnership world, and that is for a customer called the Rainforest Alliance. Some folks out there in internet land listening to this show might have heard of the Rainforest Alliance today, but um, they came to our attention through our partnership with a company called Demicon. And so without further ado, representing the Rainforest Alliance on our show today is Hans Backer. Hans is the product owner for the Palm Industry Platform at Rainforest Alliance. Hi, Hans. Welcome. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Andy. Thank you very much for having me. Very excited uh, to be part of this. Uh, well, Hans, it's a, it's a real pleasure to meet you and to see you. And I can't wait to hear more about um, your work with the Rainforest Alliance. Uh, and before we talk with you much more, Hans, we have to introduce our colleague from Demicon as well. It's Christian Weimer. Christian, welcome to Team Titans. Hello. Hello, Ryan. Uh, hello, Andy. Hello, Hans. Um, it's an honor to be here. Well, Thank you, Christian. It's very nice to see you. Glad you're here. Now, before we get started, just to just to hear a little bit about the two of you, Hans, I heard it was your birthday last week. It was. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. You look you look just right for your age, which I have no idea what that is. Now, what did you what did you do to celebrate? Uh, I did a, a small day trip uh, over the weekend. Um, so thankfully, I had the weekend to celebrate. Uh, so I went out, uh, with my partner on a e-scooter or e-moped rather, uh, through the countryside and in the Netherlands, uh, near Amsterdam, uh, where we live, the weather usually isn't too good, but it just happened to be really sunny that day. Um, wow. so yeah, took, took a electric, electric moped out for a spin and it's, it was an experience. We, we got lost a few times. We, yeah, missed a few turns here and there, but overall, it was it was an adventure, really, really exciting, really memorable. That sounds wonderful, Hans. I ha- I, ha- I have to ask, did it look like a Vespa? Uh, I wanted it to look like a Vespa, but unfortunately, it just looked like a really boring uh, shared e-moped. So <laughs> it was a bit of an eyesore, I, I got to admit. But okay. All right. Well, you know, anytime you're wearing helmets and getting to put along going, ciao, I think it's a really great experience. Um, and to stay on the transportation theme, which is, I think, accurate because Rainforest uh, has to deal with a lot of logistics thing. Christian, you've bought a boat. Yeah, that's what, that's what I did recently. Um, same as I like on my professional side, a uh, lot projects. Uh, same <laughs> I do on my private <laughs> in the private sector for me. Uh, yeah, I bought a, uh, bought a sailing boat. It was rather cheap. 
And yeah, with that, there comes a lot of uh, refurbishment and things to do. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to just searching time for that. Now, this is a sailboat, right? It is, yeah. Okay, so so, so this is like a, a Jeff Bezos-sized sailboat, right? Gigantic yacht, right? And the yeah. big masts and everything, is that right? Uh, it, it got a it got a mask, but I think it would fit in uh, one of the cabins of Jeff Bezos' okay. uh, yacht. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, happy sails! A nice tender bow to it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, I I wish you a, a strong wind at your back, sir. Wherever you decide to take this boat, when it's time to go. Well, let's let's get into it. Let's talk about the Rainforest Alliance. There's a lot of stuff going on in a rainforest, so. So Hans, tell us about the Rainforest Alliance itself. What's its mission? How does it work? What's it all about? Sure, sure. Uh, so the Rainforest Alliance does a lot. So uh, I'll try not to take you take you through a lecture of what we're working on. But basically, uh, the Rainforest Alliance is an international NGO uh, working between business, agriculture, and forests. Uh, and basically, the, the ultimate aim uh, is to make responsible business the new normal. Uh, and we do that uh, firstly by building an alliance uh, between companies, governments, civil society, and just just you know individuals. Um, and yeah, the whole purpose here is to protect forests, improve livelihoods of farmers, um, forest communities as well, and basically to promote you know their human rights while also helping to mitigate. Uh, and adapt to the various environmental um, problems that there are today. Um, that's a lot. We, uh, your particular uh, area of focus was in palm oil. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Let's come back to palm oil for just a second. Christian, tell us a little bit about Demicon. Yeah. So. Demicon is an IT service provider here in Germany. So also like for Austria and Switzerland. Uh, we've been founded uh, back in 2008. And uh, yeah, since that, we've been starting a nice journey, uh, mostly in the Atlassian ecosystem, uh, made it to a, a platinum solution partner, but also like we got an AWS brand and other um, stuff we're working on. So yeah, it's, uh, oh. it was a nice journey so far. Or for right. getting a diamond adaptivist partner as well, top of the tree right. in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could, we would not want to forget that. Fantastic. Wow. All right, let's look back to the palm oil situation that the Rainforest Alliance is involved in. Supply chain management is the first thing that comes to mind, but your work at the Rainforest Alliance is focused around the palm industry. So this is palm oil. Um, are hearts of palm involved? Because those are delightful in a salad. No, unfortunately not. Um, I, I do really like those, but I, I didn't have any uh, through my job, Okay. Uh, well, all right. What were some of the challenges that, you, that Rainforest Alliance is facing with the palm industry? Tell us a little bit about what's going on there. Yeah, sure. Uh, so basically, uh, the, the work that I've been involved in, specifically in the palm sector, uh, is part of the supply chain uh, services and corporate advisory work that we do at Rainforest Alliance. Uh, and it's just uh, one of, yeah, maybe four key interventions that we do as an organization. So um, maybe I'll just, you know, go through those just to give a bit more context. So uh, we 
start firstly with certification. So we have a certification program that focuses um, around the certification of key, key crops like tea, coffee, cocoa, and bananas. Uh, and a lot of consumers will be familiar with the, the cute green frog that you find on bananas at the supermarket, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's basically a certification program in which um, voluntarily farmers and companies uh, sign up for uh, and are audited according to some rigorous, uh, yeah, pretty rigor- rigorous environmental, economic, and social standards. Um, and then uh, beyond certification, we work on integrated uh, landscape management. Uh, and that involves basically doing uh, various kinds of community development um, programs. Um, and that goes beyond the farm and includes, you know, not just uh, farmers, but an entire community, government, and also non-government organizations in a specific uh, landscape. So I think the best example that I can give you is the Mayan uh, Biosphere Reserve uh, in Guatemala. And there's various community development programs that Rainforest Alliance uh, is involved in there. And a lot of people will be familiar with it because uh, if you've seen the first Star Wars film, uh, but most people from that are Star Wars fans will know it as Yavin 4, uh, which is the rebel base um, in the first Star Wars movie. Uh, so that's, that's, that's one example of the integrated man- landscape management. Uh, and then we also do a lot of advocacy work uh, and interventions with governments and companies and other NGOs. Uh, and lastly, you know, getting to the more relevant uh, palm oil part is this corporate advisory supply chain services work. And that is really to support everything else that I um, just talked about, which is basically supporting uh, companies with all the sustainability um, objectives and goals they have through their policies. Uh, and when it comes to palm oil, uh, a lot of uh, the companies that we work with source palm oil through uh, through their supply chains. Uh, and in many cases, um, well, firstly, palm oil is uh, has always been a bit of a controversial crop, uh, but a lot of work has been done uh, in the past uh, decades to make palm oil uh, sustainable. Um, and we work with... Uh, various corporate partners um, to do basically a supply chain mapping um, of their palm oil uh, suppliers. And that allows us to understand where palm oil is coming from and do various kinds of uh, analyses through the data that we collect from palm oil suppliers. I think it's no no exaggeration to say that, that you are handling a mountain of complex data. Is that is that accurate? There's a lot of data. Yeah, we work with hundreds of uh, palm oil companies um, throughout throughout the palm oil supply chain. So there's there's a lot of data that we need to sift through. Yeah. What are some of the pain points then? You know, there's a lot of complex moving parts and organizations. You must be generating so much information. How did that work? You know, how was how was it? Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been quite a journey. So we started out uh, collecting a lot of information, a lot of the information from these hundreds of palm oil companies using basic tools. Uh, so we've started contacting them just by email, just with a shared mailbox, 
Um, in the early days, we were basically collating all the data in, in one big Excel spreadsheet. Um, and that's, that's when we were just basically starting out with these kinds of projects. But really quickly, it became obvious that we weren't going to handle, um, you know, hundreds of companies and their data uh, in just one Excel spreadsheet. It was impossible for us to do any sort of meaningful analysis like that. Uh, and also just almost impossible for, um, you know, a small team of people here at Rainforest Alliance to mm. handle the communication um, just, just by email. Uh, so that, uh, those were the biggest pain points that we were just handling a lot of data with a lot of different stakeholders and um, yeah, with limited resources. So we, we really needed a, a solution uh, for that. That sounds like it was getting to be a, a, a lot of work for people and, you know, a hassle to maintain it and so on. Was there any kind of tipping point where you thought enough's enough, too much data overload, we need to do something about it? Yeah, I mean, at some point we were, of course, uh, developing the, the projects uh, further. Um, so after the first full iteration, we then went into another iteration of the project. Um, and we were, you know, scaling up and trying to do more, but we were also being requested to do more from our, our, our partners. Um, and we also needed to collect more data from more suppliers. So at that point, um, yeah, it was very difficult to do more uh, as well as trying to do it in less time. So, you know, it's the classic <laughs> classic uh, issue that we all face at work, I guess. So um, yeah, at, at that point we were just handling way too much data and we needed to find uh, ideally some kind of a technology solution to, to help us manage all that. Yeah. And I, I'm feeling like this is where Christian steps in, right? This is this is where you reach out to a partner, and Demicon, to, to, and <laughs> yeah. Demicon answers the call. And Christian, you 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 get together with Hans day one. You're looking at this data, and what are your thoughts? Um, maybe I I think it was later later on the project because I they are also props to to uh, to Hans and Rainforest Alliance because actually they they choose the tool themselves. So they they had uh, brought Jira in. Your service management, and they used it like started using it in quite a, a nice way. So their the basement was already there. So uh -huh. uh, they had all the data in there. But then they came to I think maybe Hans correct me, but uh, to some kind of a challenge. They needed to, to to sum up all these amount of uh, of uh, palm oil in the end up to the 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 original supplier. There was something uh, that needed to be done like more automatically and you had to script something. So to, to, uh -huh. to, to give it a yep. name. And that was, uh, actually where we came in. That was the point. Ah, exactly. Yeah. But, I, um, but you're right. Um, Ryan, uh, when I first saw all these data and Hans introduced me to the platform, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> this, is, this is interesting. <laughs> all right. So, so you wanted to, to start collating the data across this deep lake. You, it sounds like you have a, a, a full basement as it were, the, of, of data <clears throat> and you're trying to build a house. You're trying to tell a story with that data. So, um, most of the times when, when we find folks in this situation, automation creeps into the story. That's when, well, we need something to, to just do this. We can't do this manually or there's no function built in. So tell us a little bit about some of the automations you built, some of the ways that you manipulated the data to ease the pain. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So some of the things we've 
first started looking at um, what Christian mentioned, which was uh, trying to automate um, adding up, yeah, some uh, one of our KPIs related to palm oil. So we were trying to uh, track the percentage of uh, palm oil that that is being uh, collected throughout the supply chain, and we just have a, we just had a lot of data points. Um, and initially, we were just updating those data points manually. But like I mentioned, you know, we were working with over 300 uh, palm oil suppliers uh, at any given time. But each of those suppliers had their own supply chain under them. So you can imagine like a tree diagram uh, and just, you know, the nodes just multiplying uh, very quickly downwards. Um, so we just needed a, a way to kind of bring that data together um, and do upward calculations with the numbers that we were collecting in a way that was automated um, because it just was not not realistic to do it um, manually. I think it, it behooves us to, to ask. Uh, so when it came time to start diving into the JIRA data and unpacking it and manipulating it to work in the way that you needed to, was there really any other choice but script runner? Uh, to be honest, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, haven't ever, haven't ever had any second thoughts on that. So it was just like, and that took me like one or two hours, I think, or could be even more. I think it was maybe like three meetings or something until I had the whole plan of the of everything, like these multiplied notes and uh, summing all up from, from the bottom to the top. Uh, but yeah, it uh, was, was, a, was a nice project. I actually really enjoyed it like, from the beginning because uh, it was also for me, it was a challenge um, to, to get all those uh, things done. But yeah, it, like from the beginning, it was like, okay, we need something. There's nothing on the shelf, like you mentioned. Uh, we need some to create some new stuff. That's what we did. Uh, we created scripts uh, which were triggered, and they just summed uh, up the, the whole supply chain. Yeah, and that was just the beginning. From from that on, we had a lot of uh, meetings. Hans and I, and Hans, I think every second meeting he he came in with a new. I have a new idea, or he he just gathered ideas from the Rainforest Alliance, and was was great. Well, well, let's get into that a little bit. Tell us about the process of working together and revising things and 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 maybe even the two of you came across some interesting discoveries as you were doing this work. Can you tell us some of that story, how how you were how it was building together? Uh, yeah, so we were uh, I mean, we started out basically uh, as it was just me and Christian and yeah, a couple of the colleagues from Rainforest Alliance, but it was mainly us um, really communicating on on the technical uh, and the process part of the of the platform. And um, yeah, from from the beginning, uh, Christian and and the rest, eventually the rest of the Demicon team has did an excellent uh, job helping us translate all these you know business requirements and technical requirements into an actual feature on the platform. Uh, and I, I never heard Christian or anyone else at Demicon say that something is not possible. Uh, so really kudos to them for always having a can-do can-do attitude. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, despite working, Christian and I have never seen each other in person. Um, so despite working virtually, even before uh, 
COVID started, uh, I think we managed to get a lot of work done. Um, and uh, yeah, really, really make a great, great product out of fairly um, humble, humble beginnings with with Jira and the uh, and the tool tool set that we had at the beginning. I Hans, I have to be honest. So I think there were occasions when you, you came with requirements. I was like, I go, I got to take away this one with me. Meet me next week. <laughs> I have to think about that one. But yeah. He never said we can't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we found a way most. There's always a way. Yeah. 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 There's always a way. Yeah. It sounds really um, innovative though. Yeah. I mean, the complexities there of supply chains and the supply chains and the supply chains. It's, you know, it's mind boggling, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually where we, that's the point where we started. So uh, I think at the beginning when, when, I, when I stepped in, uh, we still had like, Axel uh, spreadsheets there uh, with with data we uploaded uh, to Jira somehow and that was actually the point where, where Hans came in and said okay we need some other form of collecting data and then I think we came up with with forms and uh, we presented on, on on the Jira service management portal for all the suppliers and they had a login and they could fill out all the data there and then we could move it on through the process and did all the emailing behind yeah yeah and, and- How's the sort of work process change now, Hans? Have you retired the Excel spreadsheets, thankfully? Or, you know, how how's the day-to-day impact for, for you as a business being able to use this technology? Yeah, it's it's really changed dramatically. So we really went from working with a spreadsheet um, and sending a lot of emails manually to just having a almost entirely automated uh, communication process. Um, so, um, I guess the first, the first major low hanging fruit that we tackled, uh, in this project was trying to get the communication part, the communication features through Jira, uh, set so that we could focus more on the rest of the work. Um, so Christian, um, and the rest of the team at Demicon helped to automate, um, a lot of the emailing that we do out of, out of the platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's really uh, integrated into the general workflow that we have, um, for the project and specifically uh, different workflows in Jira. Um, and that, uh, eventually linked to other features that we developed. Um, so after that low hanging fruit, which was the communication piece, we then tackled, um, this online questionnaire. Uh, so through the forms that Christian mentioned, uh, and that online questionnaire allows these suppliers to fill out their sustainability information. Um, and then we, we basically take their responses um, and do further analysis with it. Uh, but uh, we, throughout, since the beginning, all basically took a gradual approach, a step-by-step approach, uh, and just more or less tried to tackle each problem before going on to the next one. Uh, so in that sense, the platform grew I want to say in an organic but also agile way. So it allowed us to really um, develop features that actually worked and were addressing the needs of the team at RA, but also the teams at the you know corporate uh, partners uh, that we have been working with. And um, yeah, I think that allowed us to to get pretty far um, in the last couple of years. Yeah, excellent. Is this something that you, you know, in terms of looking ahead, that you could see other uses for what, what might be next for 
Rainforest Alliance? So uh, we'll definitely continue developing the platform even further. Um, so I think a lot of the workflow and the process behind the platform and the way that we do these supply chain mappings and sustainability assessments is, is pretty set. Um, now uh, we are working to standardize this for uh, other companies in different parts of the palm oil supply chain. Um, and really the, the platform and the, the product that we've sort of developed through the platform, um, I think is, could be generalized for other sectors as well, not just palm. So that's something that uh, I think we'll hopefully look at um, in the future. Uh, and also just um, trying to standardize the content side of, of the platform. So we do sustainability assessments uh, based on our own standard set of questions around palm oil sustainability. And now we're going to adopt a framework known as the Accountability Framework Initiative. And that's essentially a benchmark, um, a set of guidelines for companies to report on sustainability and social topics. So we're going to um, try and combine that content side of things with um, uh, the platform and, and the various features that we have on there. I have been known to harp on the Atlassian tools utility as a communications platform, more so than pure development or pure work tracking, et cetera. Really, it's just communication. I mean, now some people might push back on that, but that's not what we're here to do. Implementing this program, did it make the people's lives downstream of Rainforest easier? Were they able to get through with, or were they able to communicate with Rainforest in a more seamless, frictionless way um, after this program was, was instituted? Do you feel like their days were improved as a result of, of this work? I think the overall process that um, these palm oil companies go through has been simplified a lot. So it's a lot, it costs less time, um, firstly, because they're able to submit these assessments through an online portal. Uh, and previously, this was basically done um, mainly through, through Excel forms, uh, which is you end up having very big files and it's difficult to um, send those through and very clunky to just fill them out. Um, and to be honest, a lot of other, uh, I mean, the market in general for these kinds of assessments pretty much use a similar um, structure and a similar process because it's so difficult to, let's say, tailor these kinds of things on an online form. And it's just much easier to build it out um, manually, like in Excel. Uh, so I think that the burden that is on these AMOL companies to fill out this information uh, is, is a lot lighter. So they just, it takes a lot less time, I think, because it's just in one central platform that they can log onto with a username and password. Um, and it just makes the, the reporting side a lot easier. So these palm oil companies, uh, are basically reporting to our main partner. Um, and, 
so for example, we partnered with a very big retailer to um, source that, that is sourcing a lot of uh, palm oil for asparagus products. Uh, and basically, um, before it was very difficult for all those palm oil companies to report on their various uh, supply chain um, activities and also to report on their sustainability commitments. But through the platform, it's much easier for them to report in a unified way and in a way that um, our corporate partners can then uh, view survey results uh, and basically the responses that are submitted through the online questionnaire in a digestible way. So uh, overall, I think there's a huge difference in the way that that the users are um, now benefiting from, from, from the platform compared to before when these assessments were done very manually. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about the, the, the end user, right? Are, is their life getting better from the, this work? And if the answer is yes, I'm really thrilled. Always really excited to hear that. So um, big thanks to Hans and Demicon's marketing team. We've got a joint case study. So a great example of our partnership, you know, the three parts of this, this whole story, um, Adaptivist providing the software, um, Hans having the vision and Demicon providing the magic. So have a look at Demicon's website. Uh, you can get German and English versions of their case study. Go to the Adaptivist site and you can see our version of it. So we'll put links in to the podcast for that. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be able to find links to the Demicon site and uh, more information on our show notes page. And that's it for this episode of Team Titans. Andy, thank you so much for joining me on the co-hosting duties. Your first time out, you've done great. Pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, the weekend starts here now. It's <laughs> Friday for all those who are listening. <laughs> and Christian Weimer, uh, Senior Consultant at Demicon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. Uh, an honor meeting you. And finally, Hans Backer, Product Owner for the Palm Industry Platform at Rainforest Alliance. Thank you so much for your time and the work that you do to make uh, our forests a healthier place. Thanks a lot, guys. Pleasure to be here. 